It's time for the Hadit.com radio show. Hadit.com radio is an in-depth look at all things VA. If you need help with the VA, log on to Hadit.com. Now, here's your host, Gerald Cook. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, on this third day of June, 2015. Uh, We're here with our uh, co-host, Jay Basser. And uh, he's also our technician today. Uh, and our guest speakers, uh, uh, Brian, how do you say your last name, Brian? Uh, Trembling. Trembling. Uh, okay, Brian Trembling and his crew. And uh, you're uh, kind of a BA. Uh, Rehab Service Manager. Uh, would you tell us a little bit about your program and introduce your your uh, uh, folks you have there with you? Sure, sure. I'll tell you a little bit about myself first. First of all, uh, thank you for having us on, uh, Gerald and John. Um, you know, my name is Brian Tremelling. Uh, I've been, uh, you know, I was an Army brat. My dad was a captain in the combat engineers, and he was all over the place like everybody else. Uh, I've been working with veterans in education for about six years and uh, really specializing in support services and employment. And, and what happened is uh, back in 2009, I just I really saw this need because there was so much of a, a disconnection with what was going on. And, and we'll get into that a little bit more, but uh, created a program we call our, uh, our, our Veteran Services Program. And uh, we, we keep adding resources and we keep trying to help uh, the men and women who served our country in any way possible. Um, just recently, we we brought Mr. Kent Tilly uh, onto the team, and I'll let Kent kind of introduce himself a little bit here, and, and then we'll go into um, exactly what services and, and the different things and how we can help with uh, with VA benefits and all that. So, uh, Kent, thank you, Brian, um, and you know, thank you to Mr. Jay Basser and and uh, for having us here and everybody else at Hadit.com. I, to introduce myself, I just got off active duty out of the Army uh, just recently, a couple of, actually it was uh, just a few months ago, um, uh, out here at at good old Fort Bragg in North Carolina, Uh, left the Army, uh, All-American all the way, airborne, all that fun stuff. You know, and I just kind of wanted to talk about my Army experience, Um, you know, starting all the way back from uh, basic training, um, and the, it's not even a real word, but it's what they told us they were doing, it's the the soldierization process, what they do to break you down and and change you from a civilian into a soldier, which is is actually uh, quite a process, but it's not... I don't know. It, it, it's something that's all encompassing. It, it, it takes everything over, you know, and it starts from the very beginning. Everybody who's done it, you know, you get off that bus and you get shark attacks by other drill sergeants, you know, and they come in and they're yelling and screaming and everybody's scared. And I remember being on the bus and it, it had to have been midnight rolling in. And I just, you know, I get nervous sometimes, but I don't I don't generally want to puke. And I was just nauseated, and I was ready to throw up. And then these guys started yelling and screaming at us, and, you know, I didn't know what was going on, and nobody knew what was going on, and they were telling us to make a formation, you know. And, you know, it's a, it's a rectangle, you know. They kept saying, it's make a rectangle thing, you know. And we got out there, and, and they finally got done yelling and screaming at us, and, it was 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, and they gave us our sheets and, and told us to, you know, get some rest. And then five minutes later, they were in there. They turned the lights off even. Five minutes later, they were in there screaming at us again because it was time to start the day. And, you know, as, as you know, the rest is uh, is history. Basic uh, training is what it is. And you go through that process, and, and you... I mean, it changes everything that you do. It, it it changes the way that you talk to people. It's yes sir, no sir, yes ma'am, no ma'am. You know, yes yes sergeant, no sergeant. All all those things that you learn how to say. Um, I mean, you even talk on the phone, 
at the position of parade rest, you know, with one hand on the receiver and the other hand behind your back. And, uh, you know, it, it's uh, it's kind of funny <laughs> when you think about it. And then when I got done with that, I went to I went to good old Fort Riley in Kansas, you know, and, and I've talked to people about that before. And any of you have been out there before, the uh, Big Red One song, if you've ever heard it or if you were ever there, you memorized that song, you know, we'd... We'd show up in the morning for PT formation, and and we'd sing the or we'd you know we'd salute the flag, and then we'd drop our salute, and then we'd sing the big red one song, and everybody in the whole entire army knows it. That everybody that went to Fort Riley knows the big red one song, and I was there six years ago, and I still have that song memorized. I can, I won't sing it for you. I won't. Uh, I won't do that to you guys. But thank you, Ken. You know, I appreciate that. Hey, you know, <laughs> and then I I left. Uh, I left Fort Riley and I started jumping out of airplanes. And everybody who's jumped out of airplanes, you know exactly what that means. It means you uh, get to play in the pines of North Carolina and you get to run up and down Ardennes Street and you learn another song. You learn the All-American song, you know, and uh, and that's something that sticks with you for the rest of forever, too. Uh, as, I, as I think about that often... Um, that that whole process and and you know even singing songs as dumb as it seems when when times are are tough you can still hum those songs in your head and it kind of brings your morale back up you know and and I was always that guy that the cruddier the detail the the rougher it was the louder I got you know and. And I was I was one who was always taking one for the team. I'd I'd get in trouble. I was kind of older when I when I joined, and and so I wasn't as I had a different level of, or a different type of respect for my leadership. And and you know every once in a while I'd crack jokes and and I'd have to do push-ups for it. And uh, you know and I'd I'd get uh, you know corrective action was was performed because of some of the things that I would say. And you know, one time I was I was in Afghanistan, and and we had just gotten back off of a convoy, and I wasn't even a truck driver, but we were driving these trucks, and we had to go off the side of the road, and we got back on, and and the truck driver that was behind me was supposed to be this this great you know army truck driver, and he got stuck in the sand, and 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 we weren't saying anything about it, and then we got back to the fob, and. And then we, uh, you know, they they uh, they started making fun of one of some of the people in my squad because of their truck driving abilities. And so, of course, I walked over and said, well, hey, aren't you this great truck driver that just got stuck in the sand? Um, and they, they started harassing me. And, you know, they... Uh, they, uh, I was loud and obnoxious, and everybody was watching me approach this staff sergeant and ask him about getting stuck in the sand. And he started making me do push-ups, you know, my rifle straight in the dirt and all that stuff. And and then they walked up to me afterwards and they said, hey, thanks, you know, thanks for doing that. I can survive one more week out here because of that. And so I was. that's always the kind of guy I was. Um, but that was just the system that we were in in the military and, and even though it was hard and rough and, and some people were extra hard on you, uh, they were always going to take care of you. You know, they were always going to do something to, to help us out. And then when it came time to get out of the military, get out of the army, um, we had to go to this class that was required for us to leave. And some of you older guys out there, you probably didn't have this at all. It was, it was called, um, ACAP, Army Career Alumni Program, and then now they've changed the name to the Soldier for Life Transition Assistance Program. And it was a required class. It was something that we had to go to. Uh, they told us we had to go to it or we wouldn't we wouldn't graduate and then we wouldn't be able to separate from the Army. But I watched guys over and over and over again show up on Monday morning and then they wouldn't show up again until Thursday on VA day, the day where they talk about all the VA benefits. And that was the only day they showed up for. They didn't even show up the next day to get their little certificate to say that they graduated. 
but they still got their certificate, just the same as I did, for staying all, all week. And and it was really kind of a check the box day, except for the VA day. Uh, and also, any of you have been in the Army, you know that for sure, that the, the check the box thing. And they were just, I was just checking the box. I was going to the class, and our instructors were just checking the box, too. So much so that when it came time to learn how to write a resume, uh I was just checking the box. I, I actually didn't even really pay attention. I just copied and pasted somebody else's resume that I found on the Internet, and I copied and pasted it to a Word document, and then I printed that off, and I was going to pass it off as my own. And they asked, and they told us, you know, we're going to check it, we're going to check it, we're going to check it. And then when they asked us if we had done it, I said yes, and they they put a check mark by my name and they said I was good to go and so when I transitioned out of the out of the army all the way I didn't I didn't even know how to write a resume um, as a matter of fact when I when I took this position that I have right now they they said hey you know you better write a resume and send it in and, and I kind of freaked out I didn't know what to do and and uh, luckily I was able to find some resources and, and do my homework for real and, and write a good resume and uh, and then I was able to do what I've done. But a lot of it is just kind of check the box. And, and they don't really, you kind of get this feeling of, well, shoot, you know, who's going to take care of me now? You know, how am I going to figure all this stuff out? And a lot of people really leave it up to you to just figure it out. And that's kind of been my experience so far, going active duty and then no longer being in the military. Mm-hmm. We we see a lot of I see a lot of that, um, you know. Also with uh, with uh, men and women that they transition to college, you know, it seems like in the army you always know what that next step is. But in college, there's no one there to tell you, you know, hey, you need all these or these are your prereqs or whatever. Um, I'm talking about uh, talking about education. You know, that that's been in the news a lot lately. And and uh, Gerald, I don't know if you covered that, but there's. A lot of the colleges out there are just jacking up prices like crazy, and um, and it seems like we're getting uh, less education and less value in our education, and it's costing exponentially more. Um, you know, you, you hear all the time of uh, of schools that say, "Hey, you can come here and you can get your degree," and yeah, your GI Bill will do it, but then they run out of funds, and you know, their second or their third year. Um, Kent, I know you had something to talk about that when they came and they talked to you about, you know, you're going to have to use different programs. Definitely. Um, you know, when when we were in that transition process, as I talked about earlier, they would tell us to that, you know, they, they would come and introduce their school to us and then tell us how great the program was and that they would openly admit that the GI Bill wouldn't cover the, their whole cost, but they were that was okay because they were a yellow ribbon school. And by no means am I am I saying anything bad about having the yellow ribbon program, but they would tell us that we would use our entire GI Bill, the yellow ribbon, and then we'd have to get Pell Grants to cover the difference. And with those three things, then we could cover the cost of their program to get our degree. And that was just something that everybody kind of was okay with, you know. It, it was like, oh, well, sure, yeah, of course, that, that's just the way it is. And Right, right. You know, it's it's interesting that the VA has finally started to crack down on some of these schools that, that uh, you know, they, they charge a lot, they don't deliver a lot. Uh, I know personally up in uh in the Boston area that's happened and, and a few other areas that's happened. Um I think what we need to look at though is you really need to have a strategy uh when you separate and you're looking at using any of your benefits because you know the benefits aren't free. You guys work for those things. Um you know I I talk with uh men and women every day um that have gone out and they've just kind of jumped into an education program, started using their benefits. And um, I'll tell you guys right now, I'm, I'm an IT geek. I'm a complete computer nerd, so I'll kind of fall back on that a lot because I relate to it. Um, but I have a lot of guys, they'll they'll call me up and uh, and they'll say, hey, I've, I've got this uh, bachelor's degree in uh, information technology or computer systems or whatever it is. 
and they can't get a job. Uh, and the reason is, is that, um, is that you know, in the colleges, they, they teach a lot of really good stuff, and, and I'm not going to knock their education, but a lot of it is kind of, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's more theoretical. It's, it's not the hands-on employers. Um, all over the country, they're really looking for certifications and they're looking for degrees when it's time to advance into management. Um, you know, there's a lot of professions, not just IT, that, that that's the way it works too. I mean, obviously, we're not talking about doctors or lawyers. You don't, you know, go out and start operating on people and get a little certification. You have to go through school for that. But but for for real good blue collar, white collar jobs, um, <clears throat> you know, there's there's um, there's a certain order that things have to be done. Um, you know, in IT, I tell people all the time, IT is like a uh, it's like a stool with three legs, and the three legs that hold you up are um, experience, certifications, and a degree. And if you've got to get rid of one of those, the thing you've got to get rid of first is the degree, because um, you know people that they don't hire you with just the degree. You need to have the degree and experience. You're going to have a hard time getting the experience with just the degree. So, so there's there's definitely a strategy on on how all that's done. Um, <clears throat> the uh, the other thing is is that I see a lot of these folks they'll come in and and they get that bachelor's degree, and they don't have the experience or they don't have the certifications or whatever, and they decide, you know what, I can't get a job, I need to get a master's degree. <clears throat> and that's, that's really the worst case because what that tells an employer is that tells the employer a couple things. Uh, guy's got a master's degree, we're going to have to pay him big money, and he's got no experience, no certs, that means he doesn't know anything, we're going to have to train him like we train a guy we'd bring in for 10 bucks an hour. And so that that is really... A tough situation, and I, I see that all the time. I see it all the time. Um, Kent, you were recently down in Florida, where you talked about uh, about a delay cycle. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Well, I, you know, I I, I was thinking about one of my good friends from the army that uh, that fit that exact category. He's getting ready to go get his master's degree because he came in with a. Uh, you know, he went into the army with a degree, and then he got out, and and now he can't get a job, and and so now he's going to, he's trying to get into a master's program somewhere. Um, you know, it's it just it's just kind of a, 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 it's a sad thing that that the way it is. You know, in the in the songs, the, you know, the music they joke about having a having a master's degree and working at the uh, at McDonald's or Burger King, and and uh, you know. Flipping burgers, it, it's kind of hard to have a master's degree flip burgers. Right. Uh-huh. Um, if, if anyone out there has questions at any time, uh, we do have a number for you to call. Um, we're going to keep continuing. We've got a bunch of free services we're going to be talking about shortly. Our number is 866-306-7241. Um, uh, Explain that yellow ribbon uh, program. I never heard of nothing like that. That sounds like a racket to me. <laughs> well, you know, uh, that, that very well could be, and maybe, you know, two or three years down the road, we might find that it is. But as of right now, uh, you don't really have to do anything to uh, get the yellow ribbon. Uh, it's just that if, if a certain school is... Uh, you know, the, 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 they qualify for the Yellow Ribbon program, which means that the Yellow Ribbon actually pays part of your tuition. Uh, you don't really have to do anything for it except for, uh, you know, have your have your DD-214 so that you can prove that you were uh, in the service and that's it. Gerald, it's, it's essentially a program to help higher-cost education, but I think in the beginning that was... I think in the beginning it was intended for you know, like pilot training and stuff like that. And the thing is, is that a lot of these colleges have grabbed onto that saying, hey, we can charge more and more and more. And and now they've maxed out Yellow Ribbon, they go to Pell Grant as well. Well, don't a lot of these colleges get government grants? You know, I, I know some of them do, and um, it is surprising, Gerald, how much money there is in, in college education. Uh, you know, when I started getting into this uh, six, seven years ago, I had no idea, and it's it's really money-driven. 
Well, yes, I can understand that, but uh, uh, there has to be a a uh, someone monitoring that, wouldn't there be? You know, if you're getting government money uh, to uh, support a college uh, or a university, which a lot of them do for different programs, uh, they should be a little bit more lax on their fees towards veterans uh, or to the uh, population in the college uh, on a whole. They shouldn't be able to charge these exorbitant uh, fees. My land, I've got two grandkids in college, so uh, it's it's horrible. Without a grant, they could have done it. I mean, if you got the aptitude and and you're a straight-A student, uh, you know, on the dean's list or whatever they want to say, but uh, to come and start charging such ironic rates, this is outside. It, it and, is. And it as, is. Uh, as he said, you get out of college, and if if you by chance pick the wrong school to go into, you're going to be sitting there a. a uh, B.S. or uh, a bachelor's or or even a master's degree, and no uh, no place to go to work. Right, right. You see, um, where I live so now, they're misinformed or misled, misguided. Whenever they first sign up, they should be a little bit more involved. Uh, and the uh, choice, you know, and what what fields to go into, I think are steering them off into some of these uh, wing-ding different types of fields that uh, is, there is absolutely no demand for. Right. I, I think you're reading our uh, our notes, Gerald, because we're actually going to talk at the end about a, uh, a free webinar where we're going to have people uh, we're going to talk about how to analyze your choices before you make them, or even if you've already made them, you can reanalyze and, and come up with a better plan for yourself. So we will be talking about that as well. Oh, okay. Go. Yeah, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> no, no, we're good. We're good. Those are great questions. Um, you know, I want to tell you a little bit about, um, a little bit about our, uh, our, our programs. We, we have... Um, we have a lot of free programs. We have some programs work with uh, affiliated schools. And, um, you know, uh, w- when I really started taking on this as a project in my life, um, you know, I-, I saw there were these problems. We're talking about education, how it aligns to employment. And, and just like you said, you know, um, if you end up with a credential that doesn't do anything for you, it's a big waste of time and money. Um and and so we've been working with with schools and developing programs, and uh, and what they entail is they entail programs that are, in some cases, completely aligned to regional employers. Um, these are educational programs uh, with credentials which are globally recognized. Some are degree programs, some are certification programs. Um, you know, we'll go out. If there's a major employer in a region like uh, like Tesla's building out in Reno, and they need a very specific skill set, um, we can put together a program that allows people to slide right in there and and do really well. Um, and what we also do is we also have prearranged internships and guaranteed employment, and there's there's just all kinds of uh, of great opportunities there that that we can talk in more detail with. Uh, once again, if there's any questions, um, we have people set up to take uh, contact information at 866-306-7241. Um, I do want to kind of move to a slightly different topic now, Gerald. And, okay. Um, and what the the um, and, and what the thing is 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 it's a program we call Fresh Start, and it, it's 100% free and. And, and here's here's the deal. You know, we've been working 
so closely with the VA um, for years that we can kind of see where the holes are and we can kind of see where where people need help. And, and that's how we base all our programs on. But this this program is called Fresh Start. I know it's not a very unique name. I know everybody's got a Fresh Start program. You can blame that title on me. Um, but what it's for is it's it's a free program where we support nonprofits to support homeless or at-risk veterans. And uh, what it is is we have an online education program. And this Fresh Start program, it's not designed to get somebody the top management degree somewhere or, or position somewhere. It's designed to help them stand above their peers uh, with uh, certificates and certifications, which will help them get that entry-level job that will keep the lights on, keep them from being homeless, or get them out of a homeless situation. And so it, it is a wonderful program. We've got nonprofits uh, around the country using it, but we would love to see more people uh, utilize this program. Um, it's, it's the same number. If, if you've, anyone out there has a nonprofit or they know of one that could use a program like this, uh, please have them call at 866-306-7241 uh, just because yeah, it's it's one of those things that's, gosh, it, it's just needed out there. It seems like everybody's got a program, and they're all kind of based around a couple basic things, but, but I think this is this is the key. Uh, one of the things we know is, is, like you know, Gerald, there's there's a lot of people out there trying to help vets right now, and... I think the problem sometimes is that it's like a, a big machine that keeps getting bigger. There's another cog in, in the, the machinery. And uh, what we're trying to do with this job is we're trying to, or with this uh, program, is we're trying to fit a niche that's really not out there. And uh, we, we don't want to become another cog. We want to become a solution and a uh, collaborator with those who are already working in the programs. So uh, if you're out there and you've, uh, you've got interest in that, please give us a call. Um, so, if I'm understanding this, uh, uh, you more or less try to uh, get veterans married up with different organizations that will uh, sort of uh, sponsor them through, through this process? Well, in this program, the Fresh Start program, chances are, um, you know, we know there are a lot of nonprofits out there that are working with these at-risk or homeless veterans. Uh-huh. And what we're what we're trying to do is support those nonprofits and help their success rate go up with, with helping these vets to become more stable with their income and their housing situations. Okay. Does that make sense? Uh, it's yeah, just we we do sense. a lot of different we do a lot of different things. So. <laughs> well, you have to get the veterans stabilized. You know, I mean, he's got exactly. to have a place to live and. Uh, Bill paid the utilities and, you know, all this and that. So right, I could, right. I could see uh, uh, a real need for your services because, you know, if a veteran's going to school or something or if they're just transitioning from living on the street back into the job market uh, or workforce, uh, you know, they... They do need a lot of help, and uh, right. I can see this program really benefiting them. Uh, they can go to, uh, I imagine you have uh, work schools or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we have we have all kinds of different places. You know, we, we try and work with uh, VOA, and there's there's small little ones all over the place, like in, uh, um, in El Paso, there's the Hope Institute. They take care of... Uh, of female veterans and their children uh, who are homeless or at risk. Um, and there's, there's a place up in Michigan um, that they're called, uh, was it My Home? And uh, Melissa up there, she takes care of that, and they do a great job. Um, Ken, can you think of any others? Or? You know, part of the reason that, that uh, my, my really long intro when I talk about the, the soldierization process is uh, when when you're in the service, all this stuff is taken care of. You know, you you don't have to worry about making sure that you're going to have a, a roof over your head, or you know, I mean, in some cases, a, a sleeping bag 
to uh, to sleep in. But but when you're in the service, there's there's somebody's always going to be giving you food, and and you're always going to have a roof over your head. And you might have to do some really hard things, but you know they're always going to give you water. They're always going to give you food. They're always going to give you some place to sleep. And so when you're not in anymore, uh, it, it's kind of hard to remember that there's not somebody there to do that for you anymore. And it's it's not a you know, it's it's not a babying thing that, that you get in the military, but there's just certain things that that we never really had to worry about. And so now that I'm not in anymore, you know, that that's on me. I have to figure that out. And so a lot of what we do is is help people in this area because uh, you know, a lot of the feeling out there is, oh, well, you know, you haven't figured that out. Here's this website. Go figure it out on your own. And and it, it's not that the, that veterans, that we as veterans aren't able to do that, uh, but sometimes we forget, you know. And and uh, <clears throat> because that, that wasn't part of the soldierization process, to figure it out on your own, you know. Uh, and, and so that's kind of what, what we're here for, uh, Brian and I and, and the people that we work with. We kind of help you out to, uh, hey, you know, you, you need to do this or you need to do that. And how to, as you said, Gerald, to marry them up to a program um, because we work with it so much in the ins and the outs that we know how to, you know, hey, you, you should, you know, maximize this benefit or you should maximize that benefit over there so that, you know what I'm what I'm saying? That's that's kind of where we're going, um, and and uh, because we've got so much experience with all of this stuff, we can really help people out in their individual situations. Yes, sir. Um, sorry, I had to clear my throat there. Um, that, that's absolutely right. And and like I said, we are going to be offering a, a webinar that's gonna that's gonna cover a lot of that. We can do individual counseling, and and there's no charge for that. Um, I do want to talk about now uh, one of the schools we just partnered with. Um, this this school is called Brighton College. They've been around for about 50 years. Uh, they're now completely online, but what's really unique about Brighton College is they're really turning education on its ear. You know, we talk about, you know, GI Bill. We talk about Yellow Ribbon and Pell Grants and all this stuff and, and higher education, uh, or higher cost of education and... Uh, you know, Brighton is doing the exact opposite. Uh, they've actually lowered their cost for tuition, and we applaud them for doing that. Um, they're accredited. They work with the VA with almost all the benefits. And, um, you know, out there, some colleges and universities, they charge over $600 per credit hour. You know, Gerald, that's, that's what we're talking about, that, that crazy cost. And uh, Brighton College... Brighton College just reduced their prices to $65 per credit hour. And you're talking degree programs like uh, criminal justice and um, paralegal, and they've got some medical office stuff and business degrees and all of that. And, uh, you know, we really applaud them for doing uh, for doing the right thing there and uh, really trying to, to set the standard for schools to reverse this trend and, and make education more affordable. Is and so, it a recognizable uh, college? I mean, you know, does, uh, if you were to go out here to Sperry Rand or, or say, uh, Microsoft, uh, say I have a degree in technology from this college, uh, uh -huh. Is that a recognizable college? It, it is. They are accredited, uh, and they have accredited degree programs. And they do have. I'm, I'm happy to say, because I'm the computer geek, they do have. Uh, they do have information technology there too. And so, great program. And it's it's colleges like this that that we want to highlight, and and uh, and really really work with them because they're doing the right thing. These, these are colleges where, you know, you get your degree and you're not going to use up all of your GI Bill benefit. So maybe what you want to do is, is you want to get that degree and you want to work for a couple of years. So you'll, you'll get that. Uh, they actually work with uh, our, our partner school, LearnKey, where you can get 
certifications along with your degree. Uh, it's aligned up to employers, so you get the experience. There's those three legs of that stool I was talking about. Then you've got leftover GI Bill. If you want to go get that master's degree, go get it. That'll get you into upper levels of management, but you got to do it in the right order. For sure, so. yes. Sounds like uh, a plan, doesn't it? It does sound like a good plan. Uh, uh, too bad you don't have uh, access to other colleges or universities uh, that could do that, too. It seems like... Right. Uh, if if they could handle it for sixty five dollars a credit hour, uh, you know, versus what six hundred, four to six hundred, some of them, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know they're quite high. That's a yeah. need up your benefits, uh, your your veterans benefits, uh, and I don't know. It, it just don't seem proper. I believe that. There should be some investigating or, or something going on or regulation. Well, I hate to say regulation. I hate regulations. Uh, but uh, uh, maybe some oversight uh, to brought up to the uh, whoever's in charge of the college, uh, their fees and what have you. Right. Right. Um, you know, talking about the, the benefits, you know, uh, Kent and I, we're going to go over some of the benefits right now. Um, you know, th those of you who are out there, um, obviously everybody knows about the GI Bill and and that. Uh, we also work quite extensively uh, with Chapter 31. Uh, do you know what that is, Gerald? Chapter 31? Oh, yeah. Chapter yeah, explain that to me. Yeah, Chapter 31 is the voc rehab benefit is for for folks who were uh they they got a service connected disability and they oh, get okay. a a connection rating and so um we've actually tapped in over the last six years and I believe we've developed the uh the biggest network with uh with the chapter thirty one offices those of you who are familiar with it uh you have regional offices the the b b a offices and then you have all the satellite offices. And uh, each region uh, is led by a VRNE officer. And uh, and they have their VRCs, their voc rehab counselors, and their employment coordinators. And uh, we work with them. We give the employment coordinators um, different, uh, different tools. We have a free uh, resume and interview service that we offer uh, to the ECs, the employment coordinators. Because, uh, Gerald, as you can imagine, uh, as much as the costs are in the VA, there are some positions which are understaffed grossly. And uh, the, the employment coordinator is one of them. They ask them to do way more than they could possibly do. So this is an area where we saw a need and we decided to step in and, uh, and help these men and women out. And it's, uh, it's really working well. Um, the Chapter 31... Um, you know, for those of you that are going to do that, if you have your service connection rating, uh, what you need to do is you need to go in and, and you need to apply um, on the uh, Vet Success site, and they'll take you in uh, into their intake process. Uh, some places are way behind. Uh, I've heard there's some places out west where the wait is six months. I know in uh, New York City, they try and get you in within two weeks, and so it just depends on where you're at. But I'll tell you what, what you need to ask for when you go in, because once again, there's a strategy to this. Uh, VRE doesn't stand for Voc Rehabilitation and Education. The E is employment, and that's the key. Because uh, say you've got your service connection, and anything above 20%, uh, and they find a need, you're going to be eligible. Um, but if you go in and say, "Hey, I want my..." my bachelor's degree or I want my master's degree or I want these certifications or whatever, they'll actually deny you. And the reason is, is because they're not in the business of providing education, but they are in the, are in the business of providing employment opportunities. So here's, here's the key, and you guys listen to the difference here. If you go in, instead of saying, hey, I need X degree or X certifications, you say, hey, I want to be, I want to work in this field in this position and it requires these certifications or this degree, 
guess what? You can get approved. It's it it all has to do with the language. You catch that, Gerald? How that how that works? Yes, I certainly do, and that applies to whatever you're doing there with the VA. Uh, yep. You have to use the right terminology. If not, you're not going to go anywhere. I don't care <laughs> what you're talking about. Uh, so that's a exactly. good example. Yeah, that's a good example. Right. Now, now here's here's an example of some success stories. Um, we've created uh, a program we call our Blue Ocean Program, which uh, it's a VRNE program, and there's actually guaranteed employment on the backside. Um, there's a little bit of a vetting process for people to get accepted in it, um, but we do a lot with uh, project management and uh, and IT, of course, my favorite, and business and and some customer service, etc. But what we do is we can guarantee employment on the back end because uh, these folks are in high demand. And, and if they happen to be in an area, <laughs> excuse me there, in an area that's very rural, uh, LearnKey will actually hire them themselves their, and they can work from home. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you some of the great success stories. You know, we've recently in the last three or four months uh, had a lot of graduates and a lot of these men and women, they're getting offers north of 50000 a year with benefits. Uh, we had one guy get an offer north of 100000 a year for his opening job. And so uh, really good opportunities, um, really neat stuff. So uh, I'm going to let Kent talk about some of the other uh, other benefits like uh, MyCAA and, and VonApp and, and uh, GI Bill. You want to go ahead and take that over, Kent? Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Um, you know, um, my CAA is is uh, a particular program that's designed for the uh, military spouses, and it's uh, as long as you're kind of lower ranking, you know, E1 to E5. Uh, if you're warrant officer W1, W2, or officer O1 or O2 in any branch of the military, your your spouse will qualify for. <coughs> excuse me, your spouse will qualify for my CAA, uh, which will cover about six thousand um, dollars. But it's it's the same as uh, VRE. It it has to lead to employment. You know, it's not just a benefit that you can get just because. You know. Just because you want to to get a degree or or anything like that, it actually has to lead somewhere. Um, and so that's uh, definitely a benefit that is available out there. Um, you know, uh, as as we've talked about a few times already, um, GI Bill and you know for the newer guys post nine eleven, that's uh, something that that. Uh, it expires, you know. I don't, a lot of people don't really talk about that, um, and so those benefits don't last forever. The, the VRNE stuff, if you have a service-connected disability and and your rating is twenty percent or higher, you can qualify for that, um, and that that won't expire. But uh, GI Bill, you, you know, you need to you need to. You need to know that, that it, it expires within about 10 or 15 years, and everybody's different, and it's, a lot of it is dependent upon uh, time in service and, and different things of that nature, and so that's uh, those are some of the questions that we can answer looking at everybody's different separate situations. Um, you know, and as Brian talked about earlier, that's one of the, the great reasons that you need to get yourself a plan. You know, when I was in the Army, they... They would always say the Army's not for everyone, um, you know, and, and one day everybody in the Army, you're going to take your Army hat off and you're going to put your other hat back on. You know, you're, you're not always going to be a soldier, and, and so you need to plan for it, and everybody needs a plan. And so you need to get a plan for your education. You need to figure out when your GI Bill uh, benefits are going to expire and then figure out what... Uh, what education opportunities are available for you uh, so that you can transition out. Um, and, and you really just need to kind of set yourself up for success there. 
Um, and so those are those are some of the other benefits. Um, you know, if if you were on active duty or or even even uh, guard and you were activated or anything like that, even if you weren't activated, you get on the, uh, the Von App website, the B O N A P P, and then uh, apply for that benefit and. Uh, get your eligibility, and that will definitely help you out in in a lot of the uh, enrollment processes uh, with with our schools and and with any other schools that you go to. You need to definitely take care of that. Um, you know, and as uh, as Brian said, you know, give us a call, and and we'd definitely be willing to uh, talk to you about your specific situation and and let you know. And that's a lot of what we're going to be going over in our in our webinar next uh, next week. So, um, yeah, Brian, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, let's let's go ahead and talk about. It. So we're having a webinar. It's it's going to be next week on the ninth at five p.m. Eastern. Uh, the number to to register is eight six six three zero six seven two four one. And um, what we're going to be covering is is a lot of that the strategies, the different benefits from the VA. And uh, you know, I'll, I'll let a little bit out of the bag here. You know, the the VA. You know, it's VA has been in the news quite a bit, and we all know um, people or stories who have been burned by the VA. Um, and and my heart goes out to those people who have not been treated properly. Um, we all we all have respect for everyone who served. Um, I do think it's unfair to judge the entire VA by by some people. I, I know a lot of people whose heart and soul is in their work. They, they do everything they can for our veterans. But I also know people that are there, you know, punching a time card. And uh, and so we, we really like to try and focus on the, the positive. And with that said, you know, if, if you get your VA benefit, no matter what it is, you need to, you need to cherish and value that benefit. Um, you know, I, I've worked with, with folks for a long time now, and it amazes me how, like like in Chapter 31, you have to fight to get that service connection. It takes several years to do it. And then they get into a Chapter 31 bulk rehab program, and, and they blow it off. And, and it, Gerald, it blows my mind because I see people like um, we had one student, and I won't mention what region he's out of, but it was in the eastern part of the U.S. And uh, this individual... Um, you know, he, he got an approved program, and, you know, the VA pays a, a stipend uh, kind of similar to a housing allowance. And, uh, you know, this individual, he was just more concerned with working the system than he was his own future. So, yeah, he was able to drag out his, his, his thing without really doing anything for about a year. Um, but at the same time, if he would have worked, we have other students that work hard for a year, and then they get job offers, you know, fifty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars. And so, please, 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 those of you out there, if you know, even if if the person you're working with at the VA, uh, if, if their heart's not into it, you know, you, you still need to play the game. Um, you know, if if you get someone who's amazing, you need to say thank you because those people are amazing. Like I said, I know plenty of people um, who would do whatever it takes. To, to help our vets there. Um, Boy, you know, and, and I wanted to say something too about that. The, you know, you, I, I frequently felt when I was in the service, I felt like the eighty twenty rule completely applied. You know that eighty percent of of the the group will take up twenty percent of your time, and then the other twenty percent of the group are going to take up eighty percent of your time. And and frequently, I felt like. I was one of those guys that was the 80% that really, really didn't cause problems. I really didn't, I didn't break the rules. I didn't, you know, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't do crazy stuff on the weekends. You know, the, the safety brief that you got every Friday uh, didn't really apply to me because I just, I just, I wasn't that kind of a guy. And so I only got 20% of my leadership's time uh, where the 20% of the people were, they were the ones, they're the reason for the safety brief. They're the reason that they tell you not to drink and not to, 
you know, drink alcohol and go boating and not uh, be your spouse and not be your kids and, and all the other things that, that we won't go into. But uh, And they're the ones that took up 80% of the leadership's time. And, and afterwards, you get out, and it's the same way. You know, you got the, the 80 percenters that, that aren't going to, they're working hard and they're, they're doing what they're supposed to do. And, and so those VA counselors uh, end up having to spend their time on the 20 percenters that are causing problems, you know, and, and those that are just trying to work the system and, and do what they do. And so that 80-20 that rule totally applies um, everywhere you go. And, you know, you, you'll find that in any any form of employment and and anywhere else, it's it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Now, now, Kent, you just got back from being on the road in in Florida and Alabama and Georgia and the right. Carolinas, and without mentioning any names, um, did that certainly apply there as well? Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. You know, you you uh, you know, and, and every area is different. You know, without without mentioning names, you know, everybody who's been to Florida. Uh, Florida's just kind of, it's just kind of this sunny, nice place to be, you know, and I mean, minus the rainy times, obviously, but, uh, it, it's, it's just, it's warm and welcoming and, uh, you know, and then some other places, um, they're, they're not so warm and welcoming. And so you just kind of have to, uh, don't give up on them, you know, just, just, uh, just, just keep trying because there are people out there that are really trying to help you. Uh, you know, and, and get you back into into shape so that so that things don't seem so scary. Yeah. So I was I was up at uh, at Riley a couple of weeks ago uh, at, at the big red one you're talking about, and I was up at the the Warrior Zone. If you guys uh, have been to Riley, you know that is up on top of the hill there. And uh, you know, ended up meeting with with some counselors there, and and uh, they are genuinely interested in the success of, uh, of our vets, and I, I love to see that. So, um, anyway, I know we're starting. How much time do we have left, Gerald? Uh, we have seven minutes. Seven minutes. Well, let's go ahead and talk uh, a little bit more about that webinar. Uh, like I said, what we're going to do is, is uh, I believe we're going to have in the webinar, we're going to have uh, Matt Tidwell, who is the vice president at Brighton College, will be on there. I believe that we'll have Jeff Corcini, who is the CEO of LearnTea, who, who is the company uh, that I work for. They put together the Blue Ocean Program with Guaranteed Jobs. Uh, he will be on there. I'll be on there. Kent will be on there. And uh, the idea is that we, what we want to do is, is we want to provide, um, provide everyone on the call with some good direction. Um, what we'll be doing is, is we'll be talking about the different VA benefits, how they break down, different strategies. Um, I've heard the VA is contemplating a move uh, on on uh, allowing folks to move their GI Bill over into a voc rehab uh, type of program, and there are some serious benefits that will put a lot of money in your pocket involved with that one, um, and, and just, just a lot of the strategies there. Um, and so we're really hoping we can get uh, a decent turnout because there's just going to be some really great information there. Um, That's good. Do you want to give that number again? I do. It's uh, 866-306-7241. And uh, one of our VSRs, our veteran service reps, will answer that. That's our, uh, that is our, uh, our veteran services line. Uh, I also... Uh, would invite you to go to veterans.learnkey.com and uh, check that out. Check out the student resource page. Uh, there are forums there. There's some great videos. There are a lot of great free resources, and there's directions to go to help you out. Um, so that's that's uh, another good place. That was veterans.learnkey.com, and learnkey is just one word: L E A R N. K-E-Y. Okay. So, so and, Gerald, uh, but... And another ahead. thing I wanted to ask, uh, you guys are performing a service here. Uh, what sort of fee is attached to this service? 
good question. A lot of the stuff we do has no fee. We never have a fee directly to the veteran. Um, in some of the education programs, uh, we will use a VA benefit, but there's plenty that's absolutely free. It's kind of a unique situation here at LearnKey because uh, we we function an awful lot like a nonprofit, um, and we've been around since 1987. Uh, I tell people all the time that LearnKey is the biggest school you've never heard of, and that's because we actually pioneered online education, and uh, we actually do a lot of fulfillment for colleges, universities, and, and even some K-12s. Well, I know, a, like, a, for instance, a homeless vet was to come in, and uh, uh, he's not even getting benefits or if he qualifies for benefits or whatever, and he said, look, I need to get off the street here. I want to go to work. Right. And uh, he's not going to be able to pay a fee, obviously. And nope, there would be a fee for him. And uh, actually, uh, he's going to need assistance in getting a place to live and and maintaining mm -hmm. some sort of livelihood. Uh, right. So, uh, do you have so grants what, for uh, veterans like that or something? Here's here's what we would do with this individual. So, say we've got someone in that exact same situation. What we would encourage is we would encourage him to find a local. Uh, a, a local organization who helps vets, and there are tons of them. And then through that group, we would give him, uh, you know, some of his education that he needs to try and get that anchor uh, base starting job. And we'd also work with him on his resume and his interview skills. And there would be no fees for that. No, no fee to him. No fee to the VA. No fee to the nonprofit he's working through. Oh, that's good. Performing yeah. a, a good deed, then. Uh, well, it's all about karma, right? It all comes around. Well, let's hope so, and we know it does. So, do good, and good will come to you. Uh, that's that's what we believe in here. Uh, John, do you have any questions? No, Gerald. I'm just sitting back enjoying. You guys keep on going. <laughs> Okay. Well, should, should I tell a couple funny stories from uh, from my well, experiences? Well, yeah, you can. You can. <laughs> I had our our um, the Learn Key site. They also do some courses through the VA that are very fundamental. Um, there's something called an independent living plan. It's it's for folks who are disabled to the point where they're not really expecting to get a job, but it's it's more of a quality of life thing. And uh, we had out of Virginia, this has been years ago, uh, West Virginia, I'm sorry, um, uh, of an older veteran that had no computer skills. And, and um, we've got this little computer foundations course. And, uh, you know, the, the, the VA shipped him a brand new laptop, and the, the guy doesn't know anything about computers. Well, you know, it's like unpacking a computer. If you don't know anything about it, I mean, you might as well be reassembling the space shuttle. And,. Uh, we called him up to get him going in his, his classes, and he said, hey, uh, I'm glad you called. I just opened the box. What do I do? And he didn't have Wi-Fi or anything, and, and our, our BSRs they ended up uh, talking him through getting it charged. He went down to McDonald's that had free Wi-Fi, called him back, and they talked him through getting on the, on the Internet, and then they were able to take control of his computer and, and give him his first lesson one-to-one. -one. Oh, that's um, a good deal. Yeah, we we also have you know we we hire uh, a, a percentage of our students, and it's really cool when uh, when our students end up teaching other students, and it's uh, it's really pretty cool. Um, well, that's right. kind of like we operate on had it there. It's everybody helping everybody. And, and, exactly, uh, really, and, and you know as long really as nobody gets on. the attitude that. As long as nobody gets the attitude that, hey, that's not my job, but that we're just trying to help and we have a purpose, um, you know, the, the why and what you do is the most important thing. Yeah. And uh, and it's good to have our why in the right place. Kent, uh, we're about done with time. Do you have anything left to add right here at the end? Uh, you know, it's uh, part of the, gosh, part of the reason, you know, you, you talked about the, the karma and, and helping people out. 
uh, you know, and I mean, yeah, we we get paid. Everybody gets paid, but but we're definitely out here to help you out. We're never going to turn anybody away for for anything that they need help with and, and ask questions about. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll try to steer folks in the right direction uh, as best we can because we, we've all been there. You know, so uh, that, that's just kind of the that's just tr- the way that we try to do business. Well, I'd like to thank you guys for coming on. Uh, we thank are you. totally out of time, and it's going to be shutting us down here real quick. This is an automatic thing. So, uh, John, you want to go ahead and close us out? You've been listening to the Hadit.com Blog Talk Radio Show, sponsored by Hadit.com. All opinions expressed here are the opinions of the individuals appearing on the show and an update opinions of Hadit.com or Blog Talk Radio. Tune in next time for another edition of Hadit.com Blog Talk Radio and the Ask Basher Show. <laughs>